Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Monday morning, we're going to kick off with a review of the Brisbane Broncos versus the Wynnum side up there. That was on Saturday afternoon, 5pm I think it was, and uh, cards on the table. I was actually away uh, interstate for a wedding, so didn't get to watch this one live. So it was interesting uh, coming home from the wedding where we had no reception, tuning into Twitter and seeing all the all, all the takes and everything there and people on Instagram and just checking my DMs. Really interesting to listen to all those, read all those comments and everything. Spoke to Denim briefly on some of his thoughts. I'll, I'll tell you why in a minute. And then got to see down uh, today, which is Sunday when I'm recording, and I'll watch that game, then watch the All-Stars game after that. I've watched most of the All-Stars game. I'll have a review on that coming a little bit later. We're also going to re- be recording Bloke in a Bar with Denon today, where we do a review on all of those. Sorry, I'll be recording that on Monday when you guys are listening to this. Uh, so a heap of content coming over the next few days, an absolute heap. I believe myself and Denon are also going to take a deep dive on all of the trial games coming this weekend, and all the guys that I am going to be watching out for. So I've got a list that we've written up there that'll be really interesting to go through. But this Broncos game, um, I'll headline it with this. Uh, I, you know, it's it, it was a good hit out. It was good to see. Uh, but the teams that they were playing against, I, th- I think they were t- two separate sides. They seemed to swap jerseys at some point. Um, they just weren't able to hold the middle of the ruck. Yeah, they were just getting dominated through the middle. The Broncos forwards were making very easy meters, which just always meant that Wynnum was on the back foot. Uh, so, look, it was a good hit out by Brisbane. There's no doubt about it. There are positives to take with it. But I'm also taking it, not with a grain of salt, but just the awareness that uh, that was obviously a reserve-grade team. And, you know, normally I wouldn't really push that narrative too heavily, but I just thought... Brisbane were going through the middle so easily that I think we need to keep that in mind with this side. I mean, the Brisbane forward pack looked a million bucks. They looked sensational, but they simply just couldn't stop their momentum, yeah? So not really a like-for-like like when it comes to the NRL. Just keep that in mind. Not trying to be too negative on this game. It was good to see. It's great to have Rugby League back, especially once that stream actually kicked into gear and we weren't watching it in fucking slow motion. It was unreal. But I don't think there's any pushback on the fact that that ruck was incredibly easy for the Brisbane Broncos. So we do need to keep that in mind. In saying that, these are the people that stood out for me, and I think some of these guys are going to be very relevant this season. The number one standout for me, which I was really happy to see, is a guy that I've been pushing this narrative for a couple of years. He's been underutilized for a long time. Myself and Denon spoke about him the other day that we think he has to be in this side. He's got sort of... He isn't as good as Brian To'o, but he's got To'o potential, yeah? He's going to be a few pegs down from To'o, no doubt about it. But he's got that sort of potential 
honest. Jordan Piera uh, scored two tries in this game. Was unlucky not to score four, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, there was one that he, he, he should have scored three. I can't believe he didn't score again. Uh, some really good tries. There was one where Branko Lee put in a pretty average kick, to be perfectly honest with you. And Jordan Piera came through and just out of nowhere got it. He's just hungry. Coming out of his own end, he was sensational as well. I haven't got the exact stats in front of me because it's from Queensland Cup and whatnot. And I don't, I don't think they were recorded anyway. But he broke a heap of tackles. He made really good meters. I personally, I think Piera is an absolute must-have in this team. And Jordan Piera really impressed me. Someone that I didn't think was overly impressive, to be honest with you, was Corey Oates. And I think that there is no doubt whatsoever that Piera has now jumped Corey Oates. I think Piera will play round one. And I think, without looking at his price for Supercoach and everything, um, you know, if he is cheap, I think he's going to be an absolute must-have. Even if he's not overly cheap... I still think he's going to be a guy that you're going to want to get your paws on, to be honest with you. I think he's going to do really well. That, of course, is just absolute vibe off the top of the head without knowing his money, his value. Uh, but, of course, in draft, I think he's going to be a really good guy to get. So one to keep an eye on there. Uh, if your draft is over the next few weeks, obviously the Brisbane Broncos, they play the Gold Coast Titans next Saturday. So my my actual draft is next Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see where Pierre goes after just one trial. But I think he impressed enough to be in that side. I'm confident he will be. I kind of wish he didn't go as well, to be perfectly honest with you, in a selfish way for myself. But Jordan Pierre is probably the standout for me as far as guys that have probably cemented themselves a spot in that team, depending what happens over the next few weeks. Then we had the hooker halfback 5'8", probably not halfback, the hooker 5'8", conundrum. Uh, Corey Pake started the game. I actually thought he looked good, to be honest with you. I think he scored the first try. Uh, did some good things at the start and at the back end, but there's no doubt whatsoever that that game was turned on its head when Billy Walters walked into the arena, I almost had a seizure there. When Billy Walters entered the arena, uh, he was sensational. And for those of you that have been listening to the Bloke in a Bar podcast, I remember talking to Kempi about five weeks ago and he said, oh, my worry is in this squad, they've got Turpin, They've got Pakes, who we're not really sure if he's a hooker, and that's it. They don't have any other hookers. And I said, look, they've got Billy Walters there. And Denon sort of went, oh, he's a 5'8". And I went, mate, to be honest with you, I think he's a better hooker than he is 5'8". And since then, all we've heard is that Billy Walters is going to play 5'8". He's going to be in the halves. So I probably haven't said it as much uh, over the last few weeks. But if you go back and have a look at that podcast, I did say it to you then, and I got reasonably heavy pushback from him, which I understand because he has only played a handful of games at hooker over the last few years. But whenever I saw him play nine for the Tigers... I thought he was great. And, uh, and and look, I didn't expect him to play hooker on the weekend. I, I thought he'd come in and play 5'8 for sure. I think in the preview when I spoke about him, I didn't even mention him playing hooker because I, I thought that was out of the realms of possibility now considering their squad. But he came in at hooker and absolutely killed it. I, I would argue that Walters was the best hooker on the field. And then in the back end of the game, he played sort of a 5'8 role. I would also argue he was the best ball player on the field, to be honest with you. Some of the passes he threw were sensational. So Walters... I would say he has just about locked himself into that team somewhere. I'm not sure where it is. I'm not sure if he's going to knock Turpin off, uh, off you know, his position at the moment. Realistically, I think Turpin will have it. But I'll tell you what, I think Walters might be the better option. But we'll see how it plays out. I think he's either locked himself into the 6 or the 14 jersey, which is going to be very interesting because, of course, Albert Kelly didn't play in this game. He was playing uh, for the Indigenous All-Stars. So there's a, there's a lot more water to go under this bridge. They play the Gold Coast Titans on Saturday night, as I said. So something to keep an eye on there. Ezra Mam, I thought he was very, very good. Electric sort of footballer. Uh, very vintage Anthony Milford sort of style with maybe a little bit more upside, to be honest with you. Uh, he's just alert. He knows where he needs to be. He scored a try 
of a kick that rebounded everywhere. But I think he's going to be one of those guys that the ball is going to bounce to. And the good thing about those guys is that they don't get appreciated for putting themselves in the right spot. And he was where he needed to be in that moment. Did a couple of other really good things as well. So Ezra Mann, very exciting. Came off with cramp. It was like he got sniped at one point. Uh, but from what I'm hearing from the NRL physio, it looks like he is okay. Along with our next man, Tamare Martin. Now, Tamare Martin playing his first game in... X amount of years. It's been a long time since Tamari Martin played, I was going to say in the NRL, but played rugby league. Uh, obviously, since a couple of years ago at the North Queensland Cowboys, when I believe um, there was bleeding on his brain or something, he's come back. And look, I didn't think it was the best 20 minutes I've seen from Tamari, to be honest with you. I actually thought he took a couple of poor options. There was a moment there uh, where he came up with a good play where they shot up. He sort of held it. He went through. He threw an offload, which was good. I think he got it to Flegler. Uh, but look, Tamari... And I said it to Denon yesterday whilst I was watching the game. I said to him, fuck, even when Tamare makes the wrong decisions, they still look good. He has still got that touch that he had a couple of years ago. He put in a brilliant chip over the top for Jermaine Asako that led to a try. It was sensational. There was a couple of times down that left edge, though, where if he would have gone out the back to Ezra Mam or to Jermaine Asako, uh, the Broncos would have been on for sure. And he kept hitting it short. And he went out the back one time when, when, when he sh- should have gone short, I think. And I think that stuff's going to come with Tamare Martin. But the standout for me is that even when, in my opinion, he was doing the wrong thing, he still looked like the footballer he once was. And I think you'll start to get that feel for the game once again. So, tomorrow, Martin, I'm not worried about him. I don't think he'll be there round one, but I think he will play a role at some point throughout this season because he will just get better and better with every single rep. Uh, some games in Queensland Cup as well will be sensational for tomorrow to get him up to speed. Now, guy. Tyson Gamble. Now, he wasn't named at the start of the week, so we didn't talk about him. Uh, We heard rumors on Friday that he was going to come into the side, but we were already away by that point. He came in jersey 14. He came on the field, and he played 5-8. Now, for me, when I watched that game, Gamble did a few good things. He scored a good try off a fantastic run from our boy Billy Walters. Uh, Walters was at... Dummy half on about the 40 metres line on the left side of the sticks. And, uh, you know, you could just tell. I, I I didn't have the commentary on when I was watching it, uh, but you could just see that he was going to go down the left side. I rewatched it again and had the commentary on and actually heard that the commentator said, as the play the ball was happening, Walters is eyeing off this short side, which he was. The markers were aware of it, but he just bamboozled both of them. He left them both for dead. He went straight through. And then he threw a pass that I think is really underrated. Criminally underrated as a hard pass to throw when the man is coming from your right and he's coming around the back of you. And you've just got to float it to the space where you know your player is going to be. Uh, At the same time, the fullback's beating down on you. Absolutely nailed that pass. Billy Walters was a great, great try assist there. I think he had another one or two later. But the man he threw the pass to was Tyson Gamble. Once again, Another guy putting himself in the right spot. His support play was sensational. Some of his 5-8 play wasn't great, to be honest with you. I thought he made a couple of poor decisions. Uh, I think he's. I think he set up two tries off kicks. Uh, one of them essentially was uncontested. I don't think you'd score that try in first grade, realistically. But the other side of it as well with Tyson Gamble is that the reality is he's not going to be the guy on last tackle they turn to. If he is the 5'8", he will be part of Adam Reynolds, who will be doing the vast majority of the kicking. So I'm not overly concerned about that. There's a couple of times where I thought he went down the short side when he probably should have gone to the open, and just a couple of decisions I wasn't sure about. But that's also the reality of Tyson Gamble. You get an eyes-up sort of guy, and I think when you've got a guy like Adam Reynolds directing them around, uh, Gamble will be a lot better. What I will say is that he's got a bit of CUNT in him, which I absolutely love. I know some people don't like this, but I love the way that Gamble approaches his footy. I love that he gives it, and I love that he can take it at the same time, and I think it's something that people don't give enough credit to Tyson Gamble. He plays with passion, and that's how 
I want my 5'8 playing when your halfback is Adam Reynolds. If he's not going to be 5'8", you'd like to think he would either be 13 or 14. And this is where it's going to be really tough. If Albert Kelly comes out of this as the best guy, you've got to fit Albert Kelly in somewhere. Personally, I sorry, you, you, you've got to fit Tyson Gamble in somewhere. I just don't think you can leave him out of this side. It's going to be hard to leave out Billy Walters if he keeps playing the way he did. He was probably best on ground for me. Piero probably had a little bit more impact. It was more impressive. But I thought just all-round game, he was the best hooker. He was the best 5'8 on the field. But Gamble did enough, and he gives enough shit to be on this field. I think you just want him in your footy team. There was a moment where a huge bloke from the opposite team from Wynnum got upset with him over nothing just because Gamble was talking to him and giving him shit, which is a, it's easy to do when, 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 when you're up for 40 to 6 or whatever. And it was sort of on a wide camera angle. And and I'm not sure how many people have spoken about this, but the guy lands two punches on Gamble's chin and he just giggles and laughs about it. It He doesn't even think about retaliating. He cops it, he cops it, and he just laughs at him. He just gets on with it. I, I couldn't think of anything more frustrating as a big front rower at 120 kilos punching a 5'8 in the head twice and him giggling and laughing at you to the point where five minutes later the front row went up to Gamble and and you know slapped him up shook his hand they both had a laugh and they continued I love that about Gamble and that's what rugby league's about for me I would love to have him in my footy team somewhere I don't know where he fits in this Broncos team I think he's a really good footballer I don't think he's a great 5'8 to be honest with you I think he's a much better footballer than he is 5'8 and there's nothing wrong with that but I think they need to have him in this side because he also just brings something that no one else brings he brings an ass swagger, an attitude, a confidence which he's the sort of guy I want in my football team and I know that people might not like the way he acts and stuff and I get that 100% that's fine but I think the Brisbane need guys like him. I think Brisbane need guys like him at the moment. So very interesting over the next few weeks how it plays out between Tamara Martin, Ezra Mann, Gamble, Albert Kelly. What a problem to have. They play the Gold Coast Titans next Saturday. I'm sure this will be something the man Denner will touch on heavily. Will Adam Reynolds play now, he hasn't been training a heap up there in Brisbane. I think he only trains a couple of days a week, which is fine. That's sort of, if you understand rugby league, you probably anticipated that realistically. But it'll be interesting to see whether he plays this game. And, I mean, I, I don't know how, how many trials the Broncos have off the top of my head, but if he plays this one, at maximum, they've got another two. I would probably argue they only have another one. You don't want to have too many trials. I'm not sure if Adam Reynolds is going to have the opportunity to play with all of these guys. So it is going to be a big test. Adam Reynolds, I'm sure he's got an idea now of who he wants to play with. He's probably got an idea of, you know, the top three guys that he wants to play with, which I assume at the moment would probably be Walters, Kelly, and Gamble. Ezra Mann might have given him something to think about. I think Tamari Martin's probably a little bit raw. I can't see him being there round one, but I'm sure Reynolds will be thinking about him long term. So it'll be interesting to see how much time, because you also don't want to leave Adam Reynolds out on the field for 80 minutes so that you can give each guy 25 minutes to play with him. So very interesting to see how the Broncos balance this over the next few weeks. That's if Adam Reynolds actually plays in any of these games, which he might not. He's just come off a grand final. Um, They're obviously taking it easy with him. They want him to be there for the whole season. So very interesting to see how it plays out. Now, when we get in, actually, before we get to the forwards, another guy obviously scored three tries. is a very good young Mariner. I don't think he was named at the start of the week either came in at jersey number four uh another an interesting guy to watch because everyone on twitter every uh, you know a lot of rugby league pages were raving about him and you know he was good he, he scored three tries i knew that going into it so i was interested to see these three tries um you know one of them was sort of a catch and put down i think the other two were off a kick off the top of my head uh but there were also a lot of times where he got the ball and he sort of skimmed infield and he did look very dangerous so uh one that i liked um i think that when you think guys score three tries you think oh my god they've beaten 25 blokes they've made three line breaks 
wasn't really the reality of his situation, but he was still very good. There's no doubting that. Uh, people are saying that he should be in the round one team. I personally don't think he should be. I think he's still got a little bit while to go before we're talking about him uh, in that sort of a realm. So really good performance by him. Three tries is always a good knock. There's no doubting that. Uh, but three tries in that game, and just in the fashion he scored them, um, you know, it's I, I, for, for me, Jordan Pierre was a bigger standout than what than, than what this guy was realistically. When you when you look at the work they did, how they went about it. In saying that, Mar- Mariner, as I said, he had a couple of touches where he came infield, he skipped along, and he does look very dangerous. There's serious potential there, and he's a guy that the Broncos will be stoked to have on their books. But for me, I don't think he'll be on the round one radar. He's going to have to do that over the next three weeks, uh, just about every week to get into that side, in my opinion. Uh, into the forward pack. And a couple of guys I really liked. And as I said, I didn't when, when I watched this game back, I didn't actually have the commentary on. So I apologize if I get the pronunciation wrong here. But the number 17, really big fella. Sort of that Tui Kamakamika, Nelson Asafa-Solomona sort of style. Huge, giant bodies. But he had leg speed. And he was really good in little bursts. Now, I believe it's uh, Nakabue, I think it is. But I'm not sure. As I said, I didn't have the commentary on. So I haven't heard it said. But if you watched it, you know who I'm talking about. Very big fella, great on his feet, good footwork. Had a sneaky offload as well, sort of guy that could go into contact and keep standing. Uh, so another guy to keep an eye on there. They've obviously got Payne Haas, who sort of fits that mold. But another guy coming off the bench or during Origin when they potentially lose a couple of guys, one to keep an eye on. Probably my favorite forward, though, uh, would be the 19, Tyrone Amy. Now, Tyrone Amy, I haven't seen him before. He's built like a little short barrel. Um, bearded fella, really good-looking rooster. Looks a bit like myself, actually. Um, I'm kidding with you there. Uh, but Tyrone Amy, he just went all day. He went all day, and I love that about him. And sometimes you need these sort of guys in your football team that are, you know, he might only make his 8 to 10 metres. He's probably not a huge post-contact guy. Didn't seem to have an offload. Didn't seem to have ball playing around him. But he was just a fuck you, I'm going up the middle. And that's what Brisbane have sort of lacked at times over the last few years. And he was hungry as hell when he came on the field. Now, as I said, when I'm talking about these middles, I want you to keep in mind uh, that they bullied them through the middle. Absolutely bullied him. They never stood a chance. Every single time there was a moment. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. where Wynnum could drop a ball at the worst possible time. They pretty much did it. 26-0 after halftime. New team comes on the field. Brisbane kickoff. They drop it off the kickoff. It was a nightmare from the very start. A number of times dropped balls in critical spots that turned over really easy possession for the Broncos when they already had momentum. So take it with a grain of salt, but these were the forwards that impressed me in this game. I think you could see more of this Tyrone Amy as the season moves forward. I think he's just going to be safe, solid. He's not going to be a super coach star. He's not going to be a pain Haas break, a heap of tackles. But he's just going to be a hard-edged forward, the hard-nosed forward, playing through the middle who will just take metres. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in first grade at some point this year. One to keep an eye on. I thought he was great, tough, compromising. Bit of a throwback to your 1990 sort of middle forwards there. So one to keep an eye on. I think Corey Jensen was really good. Once again, 
Uh, pretty soft middle that he was playing against. They were rolling for easy meters. But I thought Corey Jensen coming down from the Cowboys, he was solid. He's not a guy that I see being in their 17, but he's a great depth guy to have. If uh, if you have an injury to a middle or a suspension or origin, whatever it might be, you've got to bring in someone. Corey Jensen, I think he's going to serve that role really well. I like the little bit of depth that they've added there. Now, the last one I'll mention, uh, Pia Cora, who was on the right edge. We've heard for a number of months, and it looks like it's going to be Jordan Ricky. All of a sudden, this guy sort of dove in at the last minute. We've seen him a little bit over the last few years. Looks talented. There's no doubt about it. Uh, For me, wasn't overly impressed. He didn't really do anything terrible, but he really didn't take advantage of the opportunity. Now, considering the team they were playing, the way they were rolling through the middle, I would have liked to have seen him get a little bit more in on the action. I'm sure Jordan Ricky would have. If he was putting pressure on Jordan Ricky, I don't think he's overly helped himself in this game. I wouldn't say he's hindered himself, but I don't think he's taken the opportunity he could have. With an edge back row with his sort of potential, uh, and, and you know they were always on the back on the back foot. They were terrorizing on their edges. I really thought he could have had a huge impact on this game. He didn't quite. I still think Jordan Ricky will land on the right edge uh, if it was up to me. And I don't think uh, Picora on the weekend did enough to rattle uh, that jersey away from uh, Ricky. So an interesting one there. Obviously have a couple more trials and whatnot to show what he can do. But at the moment, I'm safely assuming that Jordan Ricky will be on the right edge. We'll see how they go over the next few weeks. We'll also see who links up with Adam Reynolds the best because that's probably what matters. Uh, but Jordan Ricky, I'll f- I-, I will be surprised if he's not there round one. Bear Coral would have absolutely brained it in this game and had a big one. Um, I would have a little bit more doubt in my mind, but I didn't really see uh, enough in this game. So Brisbane Broncos... A good win, you know, you score 50-odd points. Great to see. Not many times the Broncos have done that over the last few years. I'm not sure when the last time they would have scored 50 points would have been in reality. Still missing a lot of strike. You know, your Selwyn Cobos, your Tony Starks, your Adam Reynolds, Kirk Cables, your Payne Haas. Like, all of their superstars essentially weren't in this side. But a good hit out. But it was very soft through the middle. The meters were rolling very easily for Brisbane. So take this one for a grain of salt. Uh, I will be looking forward to their game on Saturday night against the Gold Coast Titans. I think that'll give us a better indication. For me, I think the Titans will play close to their full-strength side. Uh, I'm sure that Isaac Liu will get out there to have some reps with their spine. They're very young spine. So I think the Titans will take full advantage of the trials, and I think they'll put out a pretty decent side. You might not see, you know, your David Fafita, your Jared Wallace, these sort of guys, but I think they'll put out a really good forward pack uh, for Brisbane to go head-to-head with. So I'm very interested to see how that one plays out. Good win by Brisbane, as expected. Um, You know, score 50 points, always good to see. But just keep in mind, it was a soft middle. It was very easy for Brisbane to roll through the centre. Winner made a lot of, you know, really key bad errors at a lot of crucial times and crucial moments and crucial positions on the field as well. So don't want to get negative on it. Good game. Don't read too far into it. This Saturday against the Gold Coast Titans will tell us more about the Brisbane Broncos. You know, big takeaways here. Pierre, I think he's locked himself in for a wing spot. Uh, I think there's a couple of forwards that I mentioned that put their hands up. I honestly don't think this has got them anywhere closer to working out who is going to be their 6-7. Uh, probably put a little pressure on the 9 and the 14 jersey as far as uh, young Billy Walters has gone. But for me, Billy Walters, you know, the way that he ball played at the back in the game has probably elevated him as far as a 5-8 goes. So potentially it's just made the decision even harder, to be honest with you. So I'm not sure what Kevin Walters is thinking here. I think 
Billy Walters is coming out and playing that well, though. At least it silences a couple of people. You know, myself included, to be honest with you. I was a little bit skeptical why he was so high up on the list uh, when you consider that Tyson Gamble and Albert Kelly are there. Kelly, he obviously played in the All-Stars game. I won't comment on that till I've watched the whole game. Apparently, he played well. Uh, so, yeah, interesting times at Brisbane. Not really sure if anything's become clear. If anything, it might have just become murkier as far as their halves go off the back of this game. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.